So we have been talking about money for the last several weeks. We took two weeks off, but uh, for three weeks before that, we were talking about money. Tonight is the last message in this series about money. Tonight we're talking about one of the biggest deals financially in, in our country right now, I would say, and that is debt. Okay, what is debt? Somebody tell me, what, it, what does it mean if you have debt? Yes, ma'am. Right. You borrowed money and you have to pay it back. Okay? Debt is when you don't have the money to pay for something, so you borrow it to pay back later. Okay? And that's true. Um, most adults have a dumb debt story in America today. Um, mine is my truck. Mine is my truck. I took it on a really stupid deal. I paid too much for it. I'm still paying on it. I took it on a way too long a, 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 a plan, a financing plan. It was stupid. And I'm probably going to end up paying like three grand in interest over the course of six years or something like that. So, and I don't, I haven't had it for the last four and a half weeks. So, um, and it looks like they're going to total it out. But uh, I just want it to be over with. I'm tired of dealing with it. So that's my dumb debt story, you know, and, and a lot of people get upside down in cars, which means you owe more than it's worth. And I'm not quite there on mine, but uh, uh, that, that does happen a lot. Another way that people get in debt a lot is student loans. Uh, student loans. I had a buddy move to Florida from Virginia, went to Florida State with me. And um, when you pay out-of-state tuition, it's way more expensive. I assume most of you guys know that, especially if you're, looking at, if you're already at the age of, like, looking at college. Um, and so he paid out-of-state tuition to Florida State, whatever it was. I think he graduated with, like, 80 grand in debt or something like that and became a stinking music teacher, which means he's never going to pay it off. He's going to be in debt his whole life. And I was like, bro, should have just gone to, like, Virginia Tech or something. Like, seriously, because he's never going to be able to pay it off, and I, I hate that for him. Um, but people do that. They'll borrow twenty, fifty, dollars $100,000 so they can work for $35,000 a year. And it's like that doesn't even like no mathematician in the world will tell you that makes sense. But for some reason they do that. And see, here's the thing. We, we talked in the last message about what we do with our money, what God wants us to do with our money, and about saving, about tithing and giving and all that kind of stuff. Okay, but debt is really like it's how the devil keeps us from being able to do that. Because think about it this way. You turn 18. Some of you, Tyler's 18. Nobody else in here is 18 tonight. All the other 18-year-olds are gone. Um, how many credit card things do you get in the mail? They didn't even let you see them. Yeah. I get them weekly. I get stuff in the mail offering me credit cards weekly. And as soon as you turn 18, you start to get them. Or have you seen it at school? Like We're like, we'll give you a T-shirt if you'll sign up for the credit card. Have you seen those? Have you been hit by those folks yet? At Best Buy, yeah, they're like, we'll give you a T-shirt or a mug or something stupid like that to, to, to fill out the credit card application. Then the marketing people convince you to spend it. Like, oh, you've got this credit card. I did it. I mean, I bought like three iPods in college on a credit card that I had no use needing and didn't need three iPods either. And so I spent, you know, and then, and this is big, especially for you guys. I know a lot of you guys. Um, what the marketers will convince us to do is they convince us that when we turn 25, we should have the same lifestyle that it took our parents 25 years to build. You know, like your parents have been married for 20 years. They worked like dogs. They lived in cheap apartments before you were born. But we all think, and, and we all kind of do this, I think. It's a natural inclination to think, okay, well, I'm an adult. That means I can have all the stuff they have, even though they've been working for 20 years to get there, and we've been working for it too, you know. Um, 
And so then when, you know, we get ourselves in debt this way, we try and finance this lifestyle that we haven't worked long enough to really have. And, and so we, we've got all this debt. And then when it comes time to use our money the godly way, we don't have it to use, right? Like that's the debt trap. That's what the, the devil does. And the reason why is because debt is not just its definition, but debt is also a trap. It's a trap. Wes, play the thing. It's a trap. It's a trap, Okay. Little Star Wars there for you. Yeah, debt is a trap. So Proverbs 6, verses 1 through 5 is our main text tonight. And uh, I'm not going to spend large amounts of time, but I do want to read this to you because it's, it's where the Bible really talks about it. As soon as my U version comes up. It's coming. And I do have the notes on U version, by the way. I forgot to mention that. If you want that, you hit that up. Um, Proverbs 6. There we go. My son, if you have put up security for your neighbor, if you have shaken hands and pledged for a stranger, you have been trapped by what you said, ensnared by the words of your mouth. So do this, my son, to free yourself, since you have fallen into your neighbor's hands. Go to the point of exhaustion and give yourself no give your neighbor no rest. Allow no sleep to your eyes, no slumber to your eyelids. Free yourself like a gazelle from the hand of the hunter, like a bird from the snare of the fowler. Did any of you guys in here hunt? I don't hunt. You hunt a little bit. You Preston hunts a little bit. I don't hunt at all. Um, Pastor Todd hunts, but there is this video of this animal that's running from a hunter to kind of give you the idea. I was talking about how the gazelle frees from the hunter. Hit the next video, Wes. You know, but gazelles really are like we know gazelles are one of the fastest land animals. Like they can run away from stuff. And so I don't think it's an accident that the writer of Proverbs used that. Like free yourself. Like a gazelle, run away from debt and work like a dog to get out of debt is what he said there. You know, um, what is it? Give yourself no sleep, he said in verse, uh, in verse 4. Allow no sleep to your eyes, no slumber to your eyelids. Free yourself like a gazelle from the hand of the hunter. We have to stay out of the debt. We have to stay out of debt because it does nothing but hold us back. It's a trap that holds us from doing what we want to do. Okay? A couple other reasons why we should stay out of debt. Most of you guys are... At the dating, all you guys really at the dating age, you get to the age where you start looking at a guy or a girl. I know for me, if a girl's like, hey, I really like you, we should go out, but I have like 10 grand in credit card debt. You'll have to pay that down if we get married. That's like, a, like no thanks. Like, I don't, like, no. It's a trap, exactly, right? Like, it's a trap, run away, run away. So, you know, it's not attractive if you have a lot of debt. Like, you know, I am pretty proud of the fact that I've got myself debt free except for a truck. And, there's certain kinds of debt that aren't as bad, but I'm not going to get into all the specifics tonight. Basically, car debt and house, house debt are the only debt that are kind of acceptable, but even then you've got to make sure you do it right. Because here's the thing. We know that in America there is tons and tons of debt. That's the reason our nation is in such bad economic problem because people finance stuff they couldn't afford. They bought houses they couldn't afford when the market was cheap, but even, even then they couldn't really afford it. Um, and now we're having to pay it back. Like, we're in a lot of debt to other countries and stuff. You know, I mean, there's some serious issues on on debt, um, and I was kind of a part of that statistic. When I graduated college, I had about $2,000 in credit card debt and $2,000 in student loans, which isn't that much. It's not bad at all. You're right. It's not bad at all, um, and, and I'm glad that I realized it, and I cut my credit cards up right after I graduated, and I paid them off, and I paid my student loans off. Like, I'm debt-free except for my truck. Um, 
which is awesome because most people my age can't say that. Okay, most people by the time they get to 28, they got two or three credit cards, they're maxed out, yada yada yada, and they owe a lot of money. Um, and like I said earlier, I'm not even a huge fan of student loans um, for the same reason. I mean, I did, you know, and if you small amounts are one thing, but a lot of people borrow large amounts. And, you know, a lot of them are federally subsidized, which means you don't owe as much. But even then, do you trust the federal government to handle our money right now? Like, I don't. I mean, you know, a, federal, a federally subsidized loan is no better than an unsubsidized one. Um, right, exactly. This, the government is trillions of dollars in debt. So, and, when, and you say, oh, well, you can defer it. That just means you have to pay it back later. It's like, not, not like that means you don't have to pay it. It just means we have to pay it back later, and it's still stupid. So, um, you know. Stay out of debt as much as you can. Um, when I, uh, like I said, I got out of debt pretty quickly. Um, but I don't even, and you know what the worst part? That $2,000 in credit card debt, I have no clue what I bought. I think I bought a couple of iPods. But I never bought a nice TV. I know I didn't buy that. Like, I don't know what I spent $2,000 on. But I know I had $2,000 in debt, in credit card debt. And it sucked. Because then for five years or whatever, it took me to pay all that off. The credit card and student loan. That was every month I had to make that payment. That was however much less that I could be saving or spending on, on stuff that I need now, you know. Um, because most people do have debt well into their 40s um, or later their whole lives. Most adults have debt for a long time. Um, and so I hope that that's not you guys. My goal in, in giving this is to, you know, to kind of tell you guys, because in today's culture it's so common. How many credit card advertisements do you see every day? Like a million on TV. I, I, my, my least favorite Christmas advertisements are the car ones where they put the bow on the car. You know what I mean? Like, like that's a, you know, and it's always like Lexus. It's like a $50,000 Lexus. Like, and what they want is for you to go in debt because that's how they make their money. That's how car companies make their money. It's like a $20,000 car, but over the life of that payment, you're going to pay an extra five grand in interest. That's free money to them. And so that's where all the, that's how all the money comes from. They want you to finance. Credit cards want you to put everything on long term. Keep putting it off because that's where they get all their money. And so debt is an absolute trap. And here's the thing. I hope, you know, obviously right now none of you guys probably have any debt. I hope to God you don't already have some debt. Um, but in everything, but especially in that when it comes to money, the Bible tells us to ask for help. Proverbs 15.22 says, Plans fail for lack of counsel, but with many advisors they succeed. Okay? And I would even say, uh, not that I would want to fix the Bible, but I would say to caveat that with many wise advisors, they succeed. Because you wouldn't go to, it's like they always say, ask the fat guy where to eat because you know the fat guys are eating good, right? Don't ask the people who are broke how to save money because they don't know how to save money. You know, if you've got people in your family that you know struggle with this, don't go to them for money advice. Find the people that you know are you know, are right side up in all their bills and all that kind of stuff and ask them for advice. So, uh, so the big point tonight, really obvious, stay out of debt. I can't tell you how much. And, and he's like, well, why is this a church thing? It is a spiritual issue because, again, God wants us to do certain things. God has given us certain tasks to complete. And if we get in debt, we can't always complete those. You know what I mean? Uh, and it, takes, it can often take a whole long time to get out from under that to where you can actually do what God has called us to do. Um, so let's pray real quick. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this night. God, I thank you for these scriptures that even though these aren't normal sermon kind of scriptures, Lord, that they are wise and they are full of things that we need to know. And I pray that, God, that you would help us to stay out of debt, Lord, that you would give us wisdom, give us self-control. 
God, those fruits of the Spirit that will help us in other lives, not just our spiritual lives, but also our physical lives and our emotional lives, that, that when we're in debt, God, it messes with our, with our feelings and our thought process, and we, we have more worry, and, and there's just all kinds of things that come from that. So I pray that we would, uh, God, be controlling in our desires, that we would not let greed put us in debt. Lord, that we would be a good example to those around us. Lord, in this way, that while some of us watch our friends fall deep into debt, Lord, we can set the example for how to get and stay out of debt. Um, God, so that we can do what you've called us to do, so that uh, all of your plans can be put to, to fruition through us, and that we would be able to, um, God, to do the work that you've called us to do. God, I pray over these guys, just that you would bless them as they finish the last week and a half of school. Let them... Uh, be able to concentrate on their projects and their finals and let them just do well and then let them be able to relax. Give them peace through this next week and a half as they stress out. Um, God, just that they would feel your presence when they're in their most stressful situations and know, like, God, just that you have overcome the world and we don't have to stress and worry. Um, God is not good for us and we know that you take care of, 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 of the flowers in the field. You make sure they're clothed and so we know that you're going to take care of us. God, I thank you for what you do and and the way that you love us. At your name we pray, amen.